Hi, I'm Abby Rosenblum, founder of the Social Modern Matchmaking and your host of Ghosted, a podcast about making dating easy and fun again so you can find your boo. Get it? We'll talk with dating experts, coaches, and real clients of mine and single people from around the world. Stick around for corny jokes, dating advice, and deep dives into the psychology behind finding love. We have probably all been here. I have been here. I've probably been on the opposite side of this too. So, you know, what do you do if your friend is dating someone and you are just like, oh my God, this person is not good for them. I'm seeing all the red flags. What would you suggest to say something, not say something? Yeah. I think I have learned this lesson many times over of like trying to tell your friend what to do. And the only thing that happens is that friend like distances and pulls away and gets even closer to that romantic partner that is not good for them. Um, So I think like, yes, if this is a close friend, you always want to say like, hey, I'm having some concerns or I want what's best for you and you don't seem happy. But then leaving it at that. If they continue to date this person, even though you've made your concerns clear, that's kind of where it needs to end or else you're just going to push them away or they're not going to turn to you for support when they are questioning the relationship later on or when the relationship goes down in flames. So this really unfortunate thing where sometimes you just need to stick through it and wait for them to realize that this isn't a great person. So yes, make your concerns clear, but don't like harp on it because then your friend will just pull away from you. One time I had a friend who was dating this guy and we all hated him. But none of us said anything because we were just like, yeah, that's her thing. Like my whole thing, it's up to you. Um, But after they broke up, she's like, was trying to get the truth out of us. Yeah. Yeah, And we're like, yeah, we didn't really like him. It reminds me always on uh, The Bachelor when it's the male, who is it? That like all the girls in the house hate this one person. And he's like, you all are just catty. It's like, mm-hmm. if everyone hates them, yeah, is it catty or <laughs> or are they the asshole? <laughs> but if you think about it, whenever this happens on The Bachelor, the girl who ever brings it up that, hey, everyone in the house hates this girl always gets kicked off that week yeah. or the next week as well. Because she's causing drama. Yeah. So the same thing with your friend. Like, you don't want to get kicked off. You want to keep that rose. So let them know that you have concerns, but then let it lie. Mm -hmm. Good point. Yeah. We are here for another solo episode of the Ghosted Podcast. And if you have listened to the first two and now you're on to number three, good job. If you have not listened to the first two, I would recommend going back listening to episode one of self-love, then episode two of self-love, got a little homework with each, and they all build on each other, and then come back to three with me, yours truly, Abby Rosenblum. Part three of our self-love series is all about living in the present. Hmm. Kind of interesting, Abby, right? To think about living in the present as self-love. Focusing on the future and not being able to think of anything else can really take away from living your life. Have you ever been thinking about something that happened the day before, someone who rejected you, or have have parents ever put pressure on you to do something in the future, or bosses to do something in the future, and you just can't stop thinking about it? That could really be impacting your present, your life right now, and who you are bringing into your life. So let's say you're super 
focused on a breakup that happened five years ago. You still can't get over that person. You're putting those vibes out into the world. You know, people can sense when you are not ready to focus on someone in the present, talk to someone, be yourself, and you're still hung up on an ex. So if you are hung up on an ex, that is okay. But give yourself time before you start dating in the present and make sure you are ready. On the flip side with the future, if you do feel that pressure of I have to get married, I have to have kids, I have to get that promotion, I need to do this, I need to do that, I should, need, have, all those things, just stop it. It's good to have goals. It's great to think of, I would love to do this thing, I would love to do that. But if you are saying I should do this, I have to do that, I need to do this, don't do that thing. That thing probably sucks. Live in the present and in the moment. Also, not saying this one is easy. All these concepts of self-love are not easy and things that I am actively working on myself. This whole series is kind of me also going through all the things that I'm working on. There's something that my business coach told me recently that if you believe that everything in the world is happening exactly as it should, everything is in perfect harmony, everything is in balance, then nothing that happens should impact you. Sounds nice, right? (laughs) I am definitely not at that place yet, but that is kind of what I'm getting at with living in the present, that everything is happening as it should be and that things are good. And when you do put that pressure on yourself, either from focusing on the future or the past, you are not giving yourself enough love. You are coming from a place of desperation, possibly, if there's pressure from either place, um, and not from a place of abundance, that I'm living in the present, there are plenty of people out there for me, there are plenty of opportunities out there for me, and I can't wait to meet them. So this one is a little complicated, but I want to keep it short and sweet and give you the homework that I am doing too. So I am writing down things that I am grateful for each day. It could be one thing, it could be 20 things. Do this for a day or two and see how it makes you feel. I was reading something that you can't feel grateful and afraid or scared at the same time. So if you are feeling that way, think of the things you are grateful for. You know, I am grateful that I have an amazing fiance, I have a cute puppy, I am getting married in a month, and I have some awesome friends, and I'm doing some cool shit this weekend. So it could be anything. It could say I'm grateful that I have uh, had an amazing breakfast today, and I made some eggs and some toast and whatnot. So make that list. That is your homework about the present, so what you are grateful for right now in this moment. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. 
If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.